just going to come and introduce um, Jim right out because I don't Ken right out. I can't help it. I can't get these names straight. Ken right out. Don't let me insult you. John's going to give you a nice introduction. There you go. And this is going to be more than an introduction, and I'm going to surprise you all. I'm not going to cry. Now, there, there is no doubt, everybody who ever speaks here knows the toughest gig of the whole week is after lunch right now. I don't know why I got the toughest gig of the whole week, probably because I'm the toughest one. That's right. And all I'm supposed to do is introduce one of my closest friends and mentors. So I'm not going to do it quick. You're going to have to hear me just a minute. And you're going to have to hear <coughs> what's dearest to my heart. And I don't think I'm going to cry. But I, I'll, I'll probably slow down a few times. <coughs> There's a word that's used very much today. But it was pioneered by one of our buddies. He used to use this word all the time back in the 50s and the 60s. The word is linked. You ever heard that word? It's not quite like the little blue underlined things that you find on the Internet. It's about people knowing people, right? <coughs> and we, watch out, John. <laughs> we are linked. <coughs> and what's exciting to all of us, not just me, to all of us, it's exciting to figure out how we're the same and what we have in common and who we know together. And the more any of us talk, the more we uncover these things. So I'm going to uncover some things for you, and they're really about me. I like to talk about me a little bit. But I want to tell you the history of how a few things happened in my life, and, and that will help introduce Ken. I was uh, one of the leading elders, deacons I think, we were Baptists, so we, we didn't have elders, in a Baptist church, and it just happened to be the fastest growing Baptist church in Texas for two years in a row, until one of my friends came to softball practice and said, John, my wife died, uh, my wife, my wife has been seeing another man, and we are at softball practice, I was 30 years old, so we did what we needed to do, we prayed for him. And the next day, we identified his body at the morgue. <clears throat> Immediately, the pastor and I couldn't stand the gospel that we had to preach, the one that gets people, the church growth gospel. We wanted to preach the gospel that covered everything. And so we, we opened ourselves up, Baptist sign fell off our building, <clears throat> and this is I just found out 27 years ago because one of the events that happened <coughs> was I went to visit one of my dear friends at the hospital to, to, to see his brand new baby boy that was born that day. <coughs> and that man's name was David Rideout. He met me with his brother Norman Rideout and they said, I mean, we're just standing at the stop sign. I'm getting ready to go in to see the wife. They're leaving and the baby and they said, you got to meet our dad. He's been a missionary in Thailand for 30-something years back, or 30 years back then, and, and he's worth knowing. Well, prior to that, and the reason David was in town is because his sister Brenda had moved to Lubbock and came to the church, and I knew everybody that walked in that door. 
I knew them. And if I didn't know them, I went to their house and I ate with them in their house, whether they asked me or not. <coughs> and I didn't do Tuesday visitations because I went to their work whatever time I could see them at their work. And that's why our church grew. We went from, from 50 people to, to 500 people in two years. We were also in a good part of town. You know, it's <laughs> so this is what I love to do, was to meet people. So David was one of these people I met, but Brenda, his sister, came first. And, and it was right after uh, this guy named Dan Stone had been in town. Dan sent Norman to talk to us. Norman had to be accompanied by Dee Dee. <coughs> this is all 27 years ago. And so we got all this stuff. Deeper life started happening, whether we wanted it to or not. And so on this day, 27 years ago, when this little baby was born, I met Ken Rideout. And he had been ministering. I'm sure he'll say some of this, but I'm going to try and say it quickly. He'd been ministering to a very hard-hearted people in another part of the world that didn't have much use for what we have called precious, the Bible, different items of faith. Jesus Christ just didn't too big a deal over there. Well, that, that's, his, that's his story to tell. So he had a very different outlook on things, and he brought his heart into our church, which was torn apart by all kinds of things. But we were young, and I don't know about the rest of them, but I really loved the Lord. And so that's what turned me on to Dan Stone and Norman Grubb and Ken Rideout all at the same time. But Ken came into the church, and he, he spoke to us and told us, you're not going to be Baptist much longer. Your church is fixing to get really big. Your church will be all Christians, not just ones with the Baptist title on them. Well, that wasn't too hard to take, and that's exactly what happened. Ken came to the church instead of spending a weekend like most re good revivals were. Uh, it took a week, and not only did he come, he brought a, a musician from Nashville that was rather renowned, composer, good guy, taught us how to praise like we didn't know. Ken preached messages like... I lied. <clears throat> he preached messages like we didn't know because they were what he knew at the time, and it was grace. And it was not a message of works. But the way that he preached to us was more love than we'd ever known. It wasn't teaching. <clears throat> and so then he brought this... Uh, John Elliott left, the, the musician, and he, he had to get a substitute for John to keep the worship happening because that was important for us. And the musician was Norman Rideout, his son. Norman and I became best friends. And so real quickly to finish, when Norman went on the mission field, I was his only supporter for about a year. And he came back to the United States very discouraged because he was living on $150 a month. And his wife had just had a baby. 
and things were not easy for him. And he came back discouraged, and his wife said, you got to call John. Well, we had the connection. I'm sending him money, right? <laughs> and it was out of that love that we shared that, that Ken brought us together. We all shared this love together, and that's when we started this mission that is a little different than most. The mission is really John Collins. Uh, it's, it's me loving my friends. One of my friends is Roy Davis, who's here, and he was in Central America for seven or eight years. One of my friends was Norman Wright, is Norman Rideout, who's been in Thailand now for 25 years probably, and was actually raised there. And one of my friends is Fred Pruitt. And there, there's others, but these are the ones that you know. And this is how, this is one method that they receive their funds is through the mission that we call Apostolos. Uh, we call it Apostolos because I liked that name. And after searching all the concordances, I knew what ecclesia meant. That means those who are called, right? Ecclesia is those who are called. Well, there's something else. There's those who are sent. And I kind of like that as what my friends were. They were the sent ones. And as I've come to know this word better, it's clear to me that's who we are. By and large, we are not the ones who are in the church to receive. If we're in the church, it's to give. We're sent to the church. And if we're not somewhere on Sunday morning, we may think we're doing nothing. But we know what we're doing. We're sent to touch, to live our lives among other people. That's our whole purpose, is to represent God wherever we go, even when we don't feel like it. And so it, it, it's true that my friend Ken Rideout gave us the foundation to have some of this ministry and this message. And I don't even like to use the word ministry. Truth is, friends, I don't even like meetings. I don't particularly like any meeting. I'm standing on the fringe all the time, and I want to catch those that, that can't be here so I can get with them. That's, that's my ministry. Well, I love Ken very much. He's uh, come back from Thailand. He's begun sharing his heart through books. And he's got one over there that I think is worth reading. I, I know that he'll bring that into the conversation somehow. And this, this is my friend and mentor, Ken Rideout.